0: Seeing Beyond is funded by Bonnie Colleen, its advertisers, some of the guests who receive promotional consideration, and by sale of products. Seeing Beyond, Bonnie Colleen, and the owners of this station are not responsible for the opinions or business practices of guests and sponsors. What you hear on Seeing Beyond is not a substitute for professional and medical advice. Seeing Beyond does not recommend a path for anyone to follow, but offers the opportunity for you to explore new ideas. Choose to work with the people and products that support your beliefs. We want always to respect your personal boundaries.
1: Beyond listeners, this is Bonnie Colleen, the host of Seeing Beyond. I know that many of you have been wondering why we haven't been having Lance Ferguson voicing his Skywatch recently. Well, I just got a notice from Leslie, his wife. Lance has taken very ill. He has something called Gillian Barr Syndrome. However, they're very hopeful that even though he's extremely ill right now, he will recover and get his full abilities back. So all of our prayers and best wishes are to Lance. The good news is that you can always reach Lance Ferguson Skywatch on our site. It goes up there daily and I trust it myself. I suggest you take a look at it. It's seeingbeyond.com. That's www.seeing, like with your eyes, beyond.com. Once you're there, just go to the top of the page, click on Skywatch and you'll have the astrological forecast
2: for the day. Hi, good morning. My name is Robert Watson I'm the I'm with the Psychic Works Spiritual Awareness Center, and I uh, operate or I serve the local Bay Area from the San Leandro, the city of San Leandro, and I have, uh, thank you very much, I have many uh, students and clients throughout the Bay Area that uh, see me and talk to me and work with me, and I wanted to thank you all for doing that, <laughs> and there's a reason for all of this. There's a reason why I'm here this morning, and the reason I'm here this morning is to say hello to you as a spiritual being. I'm a spiritual being, you are a spiritual being, and it's important that we validate ourselves to recognize who we really are and why we're doing what we're doing. And I'm going to explain a lot of that today to you. Uh, If you don't know it already, (laughs) I will elaborate a little bit more. So let's start, and uh, the way I like to start the program is with a meditation, and I wanted to say to you that, I was thinking about this this morning on the way in, you know, everything is a meditation to some degree. I mean, walking on the beach, walking in the forest, sitting in a church, sitting at home in a quiet space, um, working, (laughs) when I mean working like garden work or or, or woodworking, it all can be a form of meditation. It's a place where we... Kind of acquired ourselves, and we are focusing on things that we want to do that's a, to me is a is certainly a, a form of meditation and i don't want to discount that at all. I think it's an important that we remind ourselves that everything we do to some degree uh, can be beneficial to us, and some of it can actually be meditative to us and support our ourselves as spiritual beings and then there's the other kind of meditation which I call energy work. (laughs) And that's a little bit more. That's where you're actually looking within, becoming aware of the issues in your space, making changes. And I wanted to say to you, certainly this morning, one of the many things I wanted to say to you is to remind you that one of the most important things we can do as spiritual beings on the planet is to change, is to adapt, and I think we, somewhere in our goings on and our awareness levels, we understand that if we don't change, uh, our ability to continue is probably going to be difficult. You know, like I've heard a lot of these, you know, Discovery Channels and History Channels and geographical things that talks about the, the 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 one species called the Neanderthals, which were located in the European area. Whenever it was two million years ago, whatever. And one of the things that uh, didn't allow them to continue to succeed is they were not able to adapt. And I believe that was their downfall. And then there's another avenue of thought that perhaps they, in, they incorporated themselves into uh, what we might be today, <laughs> who we might be today. And that could be another avenue of thought that the Anathals just were incorporated into the um, humanoid the, the us, we, the human species. So I, I'm not going to discount that idea because maybe I was there two million years ago, but I don't remember. <laughs> I don't recall. <clears throat> so, so adapt, change. It's a good thing. Always be willing to let go. Always be willing to explore new abilities, new new uh, new ideas, new thoughts to whatever degree you feel comfortable doing. So. This is the beginning of a meditation. How do you, what do you do when you start to meditate? The first thing we do, I mean, there's so many different ways, but the first thing I would start to suggest you do is to become aware. Become aware of your space. Notice your body. Notice where your attention is. Is it in your body or is it somewhere else? Maybe it's out. uh, You might be sitting in your car right now and your mind or your attention is at your desk. And, yes, that's possible. Your body can be one place and your attention could be someplace else. So wherever your awareness is, wherever your attention is, would you bring it back into your body? Yeah, just become aware of your body. And maybe you're at home and you're thinking about something else. Well, uh, I don't want to say stop thinking, but I (laughs) I want you to say is to become more aware. Tune into your space. <clears throat> and the best place to become aware is to be the observer, to the, be a, to be the observer of your reality. in other words, your reality being where's your physical body right now? because that is your reality. You know, I'm sitting in a in a station studio, radio station studio, and I've got four walls around me and a microphone and a few lights here and there, and that's my reality right now. Everything else doesn't really matter. You know, I have a car parked outside, but I don't see it. So I don't even know if it's actually there or not. <laughs> so, and it's not, it, it, of course, I'll know if I get down there, whether it'll be there or not. And I'm pretty sure it will be, but that doesn't mean I actually know what I really know right now is I'm in four walls with a door and a window and a few studio uh, equipment here. So that's your reality. Put your awareness there. I know it sounds basic. Uh, let's start there. Let's start with the basic understanding of of your awareness and your reality. Uh, now, let me step back a little bit further. Let me get back a little bit further with you and remind you of, well, how did I get here? Or why am I here? And you're here as a spiritual being to have the human experience. And what does it take to do that? Well, firstly, it takes an agreement. yes. Everything that happens on this planet happens because of an agreement. And it only takes one body to generate or to create that agreement. So if you're a spiritual being without a body, you created an agreement, you made an agreement with one of your parents. They said yes and then you uh, were a- and you were because of that you enabled yourself to climb into or, or you generated a body. Uh, Now, you didn't do it. Your mother and father generated the body, the physical body. But that's your body. Why? Because that's the agreement. That's your body. No one else's. Nine months later, oh, by the way, between the time that you were conceived and the time that you were born, uh, you as a spiritual being were actually right there with your mother sitting on or kind of like vibrating within her space on the right side of her body Sitting there, plugged into your physical body, I right, just plugged in. Nine months later, the body issues forth, is born. You, as a spiritual being, you occupy that body from the from the top of your head down into the into your feet, and that's when you are born, and that's when you let's say become aware, like when you dare I say when you cry, you know, uh, bing. That's when you actually become born, when you climb into your body and you become aware. So that's one of the first things that happens, right? You become aware. And I want you to continue to become aware. (sighs) All right. So what happens after that? Well, you you ask yourself the question, where am I? You know, what happened? I'm in the body. What do I do now? The next thing you do is you recognize your boundaries. You recognize where where am I? You recognize that. You generate two reference points for yourself to create and have your have your uh, experience one is um, a spherical ball that you you place at the center of the planet and that's called your point of origin and you are grounded to that point of origin you are grounded the first day of your birth the next thing you do is you you create another spherical ball and you put that equidistant to your body And that's called your source. And you have an attachment cord to those two points of reference. This is you as a spiritual being having the human experience. You have a reference point as a spirit. You have a reference point as a body. That's when you start to recognize your human experience. Now, ultimately, it takes about three years for the full self to come into the body. So the first three years are very, well forming. It's a very forming, formative years, formative years. Okay. You start to climb into the body as a spirit takes about three years to gather all the information. And then right around three years old, you start to really recognize, start to go forth and to generate your human experience on your terms. It takes a while. And of course you adapt, right? So the next thing I wanted to say in this meditation is to find your space. How do you find your space? Become the observer. Become aware. Where is the best place to become the observer? Well, in your space, you have seven chakras. One of those chakras is called your clairvoyant chakra. and Or another way of terming that is is called the, the mind's eye. That's where you become the observer. Would you put your attention behind your eyes? Now, you can tap your forehead just to validate that space. To become aware, put your attention behind your eyes. Put yourself behind your eyes. Notice when you get there that you have two reference points, one below you and one above you. Just notice to the best of your ability you have these little reference points. There are two balls, two spherical points. These two points, the point of origin at the center of the planet and the source 4,000 miles above you, These two points represent the definition of your space. They are the boundaries of your space. So what I'm saying to you is find your space, and this is what it looks like. All right? So there you go. Find your space, and this is what it looks like. You are sitting, your seven chakras, which are seven spiritual environments, that's called the mind body, contained within a physical body, You have two reference points. They are the dichotomy or they are the extremes of your space. And they're called the point of origin. You're grounded to that and the source, you're attached to that. These are your reference points. They also define or generate the boundaries of your space. All right. That's called your space. Now you all have boundaries. You understand where you end and everybody else begins, so to speak. Cool. Now, I would like to ask you to support yourself, and I'd like you to imagine right now, please, would you imagine and create a rose? Now, a rose is a focus tool, but when you create something, what happens? Eventually, you will destroy it. Would you please just destroy the rose as well? There you go. Just create and destroy roses. Now, why? Well, when I was talking to you, you got lit up and you're supposed to get lit up. That's why you're on this program. I get lit up. We're supposed to change. We're supposed to adapt. We're supposed to let go, but you need to know, you need to become aware of that a little bit. I'm helping you become aware of that. Create a rose and then blow it up. That releases the energy that gets lit up in your space, and it goes down to the point of origin. In other words, the energy that's not you will go to its origin. All right? That's why it's called the point of origin. Yes, it's your origin point, but it's when energy is released, that energy goes to its own origin. Now, how does that work? Well, here's how it works. You're not the only one that has a point of origin there. Everybody who has a body, 7 billion people, they all have their point of origin in the center of the planet. And you might say, well, that's a lot of point of origins. And we all vibrated a different vibration. So when you dump energy, that energy releases down the grounding cord. It goes to its origin point. All right? That's how it works. When you let go, that energy that's not you, it vibrates at a different vibration than you, will seek out its own match. So it finds its own point of origin. Is that clear? That's called healing, in a word. That's called letting go and healing yourself. That's called change. What happens when you do that, the energy that you're, what happens when you end agreements or when you start to change, energy that's not in your space will start to come back into yours, and that's called growth. All right, we'll be right back. We'll talk some more about energy work, and uh, uh, well, we'll continue to work in a meditative space. All right, be right back.
1: Good news, Seeing Beyond listeners. Joanna of Joanna Skincare will be on Seeing Beyond 7 to 8 a.m. on Tuesday, May 13th. That's Joanna of Joanna Skincare. I know you'll love it.
2: Okay, so finding your space and then owning your space. That's really our topic of discussion at the moment. And your space is very important. <laughs> this is where you create your human experience. This is where you get ideas, you manifest your ideas, and you gain experience with this. This is an important environment for you. I want you to validate that space. This is my space. I own it. And I want you to do that uh, You know, because it will support you. All right, now let's be more specific about that. Uh, in the center of your space is seven chakras, and you're sitting in those, uh, that's your mind body, and there's seven vibrations, and they're all very specific, and yet they work, t- they are independent, and yet they work together. So let's talk, let's work with the first one. I'll just give you some understanding, and as you ground, would you find the center of your head again? You're climbing out of your body. <laughs> yeah, you ground. Ground. Yeah, okay, ground. Now, what do I mean by ground? Let's talk about that for just a moment. Um, when I look at words, I see spiritual interpretation. So when I see the word ground, what I see is great round. <laughs> the planet, the planet Earth, okay? So it's already there. It's it's there for us to know. So, yes, being in the, connecting to the center of the planet is really important, but sometimes we can't get there, you know? you know, sometimes we just can't get there. So rather than try to, let's say, try, rather than uh, work real hard to get to the center of the planet, just say hello to the planet. Just say hello to the planet, spiritually, hello, planet, and ground somewhere, you know, just recognize the planet. And then slowly create your choice of roses, and you'll find the center of the planet. So the point I'm making here is, sometimes it's hard to ground, so stop trying (laughs) Just say hello to the planet. Stop trying. Trying doesn't help you. Doing it that helps you. So stop trying and find a way to do it. When I say find a way, is explore your feelings, explore your thoughts, look at what do I what do I do to get to where I want to be, and f- keep it simple, and that will support the eventual shift to that new environment you're looking for. Meaning to say, you find your grounding point. Good. There you go. Now that's working for you. So climb back into the center of your head, let the energy release. This is called spiritual growth. This is called a meditation. This is called energy work. Right? You're working energy right now. Sometimes it's very subtle. But the energy work is quite there. I'm I'm I I'm in a position where I can see you. Clairvoyantly, I'm looking at you. And you might say, "Well, how can I look at you spe- specifically?" Well, I see you as a group, but I put that group in a, in a space like a human, like a body, and I give you a general look at what I'm doing, what you're doing, I should say. So it's not that specific, but I still get a general sense of where you're at. Find the center of your head. Be the observer. Now, be behind your eyes. Now, when I say the center of your head, on a physical level, I'm saying you're right between your pituitary gland and your pineal gland in the hypothalamus gland. You're sitting right between those two glands between your ears, behind your eyes, if you look up spiritually, if you look up, you'll see your you'll see your source, that little ball, if you look down, you'll see your point of origin. These are your reference points as the observer in the center of your head, you can see them. If you're sitting outside somewhere and you're not where you're not in the center of your head, you won't be able to see them. You'll know they're there. Don't get me wrong, knowing is important, but seeing them validates your relationship with yourself. So you really want to work towards seeing these sources and the point of origin. But don't work at it too hard. (laughs) Right now, just be in the center of your head and ground. I want to talk to you about the first vibration of your mind body. That's called your survival space, your first chakra. It is a vibration. It's in your body. Its color is red. It vibrates at red. And it's a storage of information that you have available to you. And the attribute for that first vibration of your mind-body is your physical body. It's survival. It's survival. So you want to say hello to your first vibration. Say hello to your first your first vibration of your mind-body. Just say hello to your your body, on a survival level. Yeah, you might know. Oh, I'm a little afraid, a little bit scared. Create, destroy some roses. Clean it out. Yeah. <sighs> say lord this is a this is part of your mind <laughs> okay I see things differently uh, uh, yeah people talk about the brain well the brain isn't what we're talking about we're talking about information that is stored within your space relative to the vibration of your first chakra your survival space yeah that's what we're talking about the brain is not a, is not the answer here the brain is a function where it it helps to work the body. It moves the legs. It bats the eye. It pumps the heart. You know, It does those physical uh, things that are necessary. But the mind is not the same thing as the brain. So step back and take a look at that. The next body uh, in the chakra system is orange. It's the emotional body. The, the attribute for that part of your mind body is your uh, reproductive organs. So say hello to your reproductive organs. Now, do you want to ground them? Sure. Why don't you ground them? You know, if you're a female, if you're a woman, find your ovaries and ground your ovaries. If you're a male, find your testes and ground your testes. All right. Yeah. Just (laughs) clean them out. (laughs) You can clean them out if you choose to. If you don't choose to, then don't. But if you choose to, then do it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Ah, there's a nice shift, huh? a little bit calmer. Yeah. Clean out some people's energies in your space. You know, if you, if you're a female, you'll probably find male energy in your ovaries. And if you're a male, you'll find uh, female energy in your uh, testes. (laughs) We all want something, don't we? (laughs) Ground. (laughs) Yes. That's my sex story for this morning. (laughs) Ground. (laughs) Yes. And again, the emotional body is orange and the Attribute is your reproductive organs. Cool. Now your third chakra is yellow, and again, it's a full physical body. These these bodies vibrate within the physical body. They are relative to your to your cells, cellular level, and the the yellow one or the third one is your body being communication. This is where you, as a spirit, relate to your physical body. Uh, caring for it feeding it sleeping when you feel tired when you feel hungry okay so these are part of your uh, mind right it's yellow and the attribute for this part of your body is a little bit different it's called your astral space and your astral body vibrates in this in this uh, third in this third aspect of your mind body and this is where you go out at night, you create your you create your agreements, or you validate the agreements, your existing agreements. Then the next morning you come back into your body, you tran you download the information into your chakra system, and then you you generate the life you agree to. <laughs> so the third vibration of your mind body is your body being communication. Excuse me, body being communication, that's body being communication. You know, that's pretty self explanatory and it's relative to the astral space which is also body being communication the fourth chakra now the fourth chakra is your affinity space and it's spring green and this in these vibrations from the fourth to the sixth to I'm sorry from the fourth to the seventh these are no better known as your spiritual chakras the lower three are called the body chakras they are relative to the to the let 's say the human experience the upper four are more of a spiritual reality they, so it shifts in these in these chakras it shifts into another vibration and that shift is realized and recognized via the have secondary chakra systems okay that's uh, an understanding that we have in other words that's how that's how we know it your fourth chakra is your affinity space at spring green and just above that that center of your fourth chakra. There's another chakra that's attached to the center of the fourth, and that's called the God or the goddess of your heart. And these th- I'm gonna there's three aspects to your spirituality which I want to discuss today, and this is one of them. The fourth chakra has attached to it is another chakra, and that vibrates at the goddess of your heart. That's the attribute the goddess of your heart for this chakra this vibration or this part of your spiritual aspect of your human experience this part creates choices for you this is creates choices like oh do i want apple pie or berry pie you know that creates choices okay that's what this does this is a part of your reality it creates choices So would you now just create a rose and destroy it and clear it out, clear out the God or the goddess of your heart. Just create a rose and blow it up. There you go. Take the energy out of your chest. It lit up. That's why I'm doing this, to light you up. (laughs) Ah, Good. Just releasing energy. Now, I'm helping you, actually, as as a group. I don't know how many people are out there listening to me, but if you're listening to me, then you're getting healing because that's what I set up here. I create this space. We listen. We learn. We let go. We adapt. We change. And and this is what you're doing right now. So just allow yourself to let go. Just relax. Be in the center of your head. Yes, there you go. Now find your space again. Come back into your body. Cool. Excellent. The And so... I want to talk a little bit about that. We, we have, uh, the goddess of your heart or the God of your heart. These are vibrations or aspects of yourself, which generate, I'm oh, sorry, they create choices for you. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that there's actually three aspects of your which create your human experience. All right. The first one we just covered in simple form. Uh, and, uh, if you wanted to explore that idea, you can create a rose. This is a focus tool again. You can create a rose simple as that. Look out on your viewing screen. You have a screen out in front of you. If you're the observer, you have a screen because why why be the observer if you don't have a screen to look at, right? (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. So you've got a screen because you're the observer. So look at your screen and create a green rose for the god or the goddess of your heart and ground it. So if it's a rose it has got a stem, ground the stem to the point of origin. Now, some people will go all the way down to the center of the planet and ground it that way. And I say, don't bother yourself. Don't do that. Ground it to the bottom of the view screen. You'll find a black ball there, a little black dot. Ground it to that dot. That's where you, that's where, yeah, you go. Now you can clean out the goddess or the god of your heart. This is more effective. The point I'm making here is the reason why I want you to do it that way is because it allows you to be more focused in the center of your head, to become more the observer, to validate your viewing screen, and to work with the tools that are available to you. And there's a lot of tools available to you. This is one of them. Your viewing screen, the rows, the grounding cord attached to the to whatever subject you want to talk about. These are all tools. Now, I would go a step further and say, attach that rose to the source. There's another ball at the top of the viewing screen, that's a white ball, attach it to the source, and you can run energy through it, which you would automatically, and you're already doing it, So, but just validating it. Validating who you are as a spiritual being. This is the most important thing you need to hear today from me. Validate who you are as a spiritual being. When I talk to you, I don't talk to the physical body, because the physical body isn't here. I'm talking to you as a spirit. I'm a spirit in a body. You're a spirit in a body. I'm not talking to your physical body. I'm talking to you as a spirit. Hello. Yes, (laughs) that's better. Now you hear me. Okay? Now you get me. Good job. Yes, now that's changed. That's adapting. There you go. Release the energy out of your body because you can. Just let it go. Find the center of your head. Find the center of your head. Say hello to the God or the goddess of your heart from the center of your head. You can do that on a rose or you can do it from the center of your head, but do it in your heart. You can say hello to your heart. Say hello to the God or the goddess of your heart. You can do it that way or do it on the viewing screen. I'm going to take another break. We'll talk about the upper chakras in a few moments.
1: Good news, Seeing Beyond listeners. Joanna of Joanna Skincare will be on Seeing Beyond 7 to 8 a.m. on Tuesday, May 13th. That's Joanna of Joanna Skincare. I know you'll love it.
0: Big announcement, Seeing Beyond listeners. Health journalist Bill Sardi and health warrior Dave
2: Stouter invite you to listen to Have a Heart Health Radio every Sunday morning at 11 on Talk 910. When it comes to drug free, common sense approaches to health, Everybody wants to hear what these two guys have to say. Now everybody can, so spread the word. Tune in to Have a Heart Health Radio every Sunday morning at 11 on Talk 910. Again, that's Sunday mornings at 11 on Talk 910.
1: and brainwave entrainment is a new form of spiritual technology. Stephen Halpern's Grammy-nominated Deep Alpha can enhance your meditations, reduce stress, and support healing just by listening. Available at iTunes, Amazon, and at StephenHalpern.com.
2: I'm back and uh, gonna check in on you. Looking at your, uh, I'm looking at that space that I've created for you, uh, so I can see you better. And I've grounded you a little bit more. Uh, Yeah, there's there's a break in the grounding cord. Would you know? Would you wouldn't you know? There's a break in the grounding cord about halfway down. I'm gonna do a little healing work on that grounding cord now. This may sound strange or feel strange, but I'm gonna do it anyway because I see it. So and when I see things. I like to look at things. I like to go. Huh, what can I do to make that different? So I'm just going to create a rose for it. This is this is what you can do for yourself when you don't feel good about something. Just create a rose and ground it. See, that's what I'm doing. I'm looking at your grounding cord in mass, and I go, huh, you got a break in your grounding cord." I don't like that. It doesn't feel good to me. And if I have the ability to change it, then I will. And I'm doing it right now. I'm created a rose that matches that break. It's just that simple. This is a this. I'm giving you a healing tool here. When you don't feel something or you you don't feel good about something, you go, oh, I'm going to create a rose and ground it. Okay, it's that simple, really. Validate yourself as a spiritual being, enabling yourself to let go of stuff. You have to give it a place to go. So what you do is you create a match rose. You ground the match rose. The match means you say it matches the issue, and the issue starts to release. Yeah. (sighs) Most of our, who we are as spiritual beings, have not been, we've not been taught who we are. We've been told what we are. And, it, and that being told what we are invalidates who we are. <laughs> and that sounds strange, huh? Yeah, yeah. So what I want to tell you is a lot of people like to tell you that you're a victim. <laughs> you're a victim. My God. And as soon as you believe that you're a victim, then you become the victim. Now that's what it takes, and that's what they would like to tell you what you are—that you're the victim. Hello again, and I would say to you, let's blow that picture. Okay, it's just energy. You don't have to. You don't have to sit in that vibration. What is? I'm going to give you a little. I'm, I'm off the subject a little bit, but but I'm seeing this grounding cord. I'm seeing the break. You're dumping energy. That's a great thing. But what I'm looking at is victimhood. I see a lot of victim issues there, okay? All right, and oh, I can't do it. Oh, I'm too, I'm, I can't get it done, blah, blah, blah. You know? you know, I try, but I can't do it. So I'm going to say to you, no such thing as victim, If you unless you choose to be a victim. So how do you start not being a victim? Well, I'm going to share with you an idea. I've done, shared with you in the past, but it's a very strong tool. All you got to do is do it, okay? Do it and that is to vibrate your emotional body. That's the second one. Remember the orange one, the one that's emotional? Vibrate that at I am, use me not. Amusement, all right? Set the energy in your emotional body at amusement. Now, there's a number of ways of doing it. You can simply create a rose for the emotional body, drop in orange balls, or say hello to your emotional body and vibrate at amusement, okay? I am, use me not. Now, let me ask you, if you're amused, can you, can you vibrate a victim too? You realize what I'm saying to you? If you vibrated amusement, victim is a difficult vibration to sit in when you're, when you're amused. And remember what I said about amusement. I am, that's you as a spirit, use me. Me is my experience, which is your physical body. Not, and that means not today. So I am, use me not there's no victim energy in that space. <laughs> That's a declaration of who you are as a spiritual being. I have a human body, and you're not going to use me, not today. That is not victim energy. That's declaration of who I am and what I have, what I own. I have a body. I own my space. It's called I am, use me not, amusement, so when you feel like a victim, vibrate at I am, use me not, and separate yourself from that victim energy. Don't sit in that space, because if you do, they've got you. <laughs> they've got you exactly where they want you, wanting something, wanting more, When, and, they, and they're going to choose or decide whether they're going to give it to you or not. <laughs> so... I am, use me not, the emotional body. So I have took a tangent, and that's okay. I can do that. And I'd like you to hear that and recognize that you are a powerful spiritual being if you choose to be. And it doesn't mean that you get all the answers all at once, but it means you start recognizing that these answers work for me or this answer is better for me. You start the process of having a better relationship with yourself by saying, I am no longer the victim. I'm going to vibrate at something else. I'm going to vibrate at I am, use me not on the emotional level, and that will minimize or negate victim energy. But you got to start sometime. Why not today? Just do it today. I am, use me not. You've only got one day in your life. That's today. Do it today. Change the environment. Remember what I said earlier about a spiritual being? The most important thing you can do is to adapt, to change. This is it right now. I am use me not in my emotional body set the energy. Set the energy because if you don't set the energy someone else will do it for you. Now that's a threat and I sorry I don't like to put threats out there but that's it's not really a threat it's an it, it's 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 what happens. <laughs> it's just what happens. Okay, back to the fourth chakra you have an attribute to that fourth chakra. It's called the god or the goddess of your heart. This part of you as a spiritual being, this creates choices. Then you have the fifth chakra, which is at the throat, and it's a sky blue color, and that vibrates at uh, I am communication, community, common sense. The attribute to This part of your mind body is your clairaudient channels, which are located around your lower mandible of the skull, the the teeth and the lower mandible. Also, your telepathic channels, which you have, we also know them as sinus cavities. And these are your attributes as a spiritual being to say hello to spirit. And also, and when I mean say hello to spirit, I'm not talking just spirit without a body, but spirits with bodies. (laughs) This is the attribute for the fifth chakra, your communication space. The vibration on that space is I am communication, community, common sense. So that's uh, the fifth chakra. And the sixth chakra is the one we are sitting in right now as the observer. That's a violet color, and I set the energy in that space as I am the observer. And that's the second, uh, the attribute is your, uh, is your, is actually your analyzer and another thing called your genetic entity. That is the attribute is your clairvoyant ability, your ability to see spirit. You sit as the observer. Now, I've asked you, I've requested that you sit behind your eyes, create an image of yourself there, for instance. And I've, you know, we've 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 collaborated together to put you in a space where you become aware and become the observer and maybe even a better observer but the fact of the matter is we're always in that vibration all the time whether I told you or not there's always a a vibration of you sitting in there as the observer okay always just like your energy is in every one of your centers but the sixth one your center is there too I'm actually just asking you to gather yourself up and put yourself in as the observer why is that Because this is where you see, this is where you become aware, this is where you generate decisions. So the second aspect of your spirituality is where you generate decisions. So the first one, the first one I spoke to you about was the fourth chakra, the god or the goddess of your heart, where you create choices. And then the next one I'm talking to you about is where you generate decisions as the observer, These two work together to create the human experience for you. You know, you've heard yourself, you've heard other people say to you, you've heard, you may have said it yourself, follow your heart. (laughs) Well, this is what this looks like. Follow your heart. So if you follow your heart, you have to generate decisions based upon the choices that your heart shared with you. Here, look at your choices. What do you do? What do you want? And you have to create, or sorry, you have to generate a decision based upon what you created. This is the second aspect of your spirituality. So you have two aspects so far. It's the the where you create your choices and the sixth chakra is where you generate your decisions. So you're the god or the goddess of your heart. This is your spiritual truth. You know, this is this is who you are as in you, you vibrate at your spiritual truth. You do what you believe to be the best answer, right? You don't we all do that? What's best? You know, uh, We want to follow our heart right so the 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 vibration in the heart chakra is your spiritual truth so you create choices based upon your spiritual truth the sixth chakra where you are the observer is where you generate the decisions based upon what your heart chakra expressed to you this is the second aspect of your spirituality okay then we go to the next chakra which is the crown chakra this is your knowingness space you remember how I told you, if you're not in the center of your head, you may not be able to see the source or see the point of origin, but you know they're there. Well, this is where you recognize those mm-hmm. reference points on a knowingness on a knowingness level, along with a lot of other things. That, uh, your ability as a spiritual being, you know things. You just know them. You know you you never you never read it in a book, you never saw it somewhere. You just know it, and mm-hmm. that's your crown chakra vibrating at the attribute for the crown chakra is your what's called transmedium channels and that they're located in the back of your head they're attached to the crown chakra at the 4 and 8 o'clock positions or at the right and the left and they hang down there's five chakras on either side of those channels and they are part of the consciousness or the human species consciousness and you bring energy into your space and that's part of that that's the attribute for that chakra Ah, nice to know, huh? And um, yeah, it's called transmediumship. It's where you access information that's not yours, but it belongs to the species, and it's accessible to you. A lot of people use it. In fact, everybody uses it, some better than others. And if you want it to be better at accessing the species consciousness, which I think is a library, right? It's like a library of information. You want to ground that uh, attribute, which just go to the base of your spine in the back and just ground them. That will clean out those transmedium channels and allow you to uh, get to the library easier. <laughs> <laughs> or you can Google it. <laughs> okay. Yes, that's another avenue of thought. Uh, I am I do use the computer, obviously. I use email. And I use a Google search and all this. But uh, a lot of my information, in fact, actually 99 Point nine percent of my information doesn't come from the computer. <laughs> it comes from a different environment, the species consciousness. I access it all the time, all the time. Even as we speak, as we speak or as I speak, I'm accessing that transmedium, the species consciousness. And so are you. Yes, we really are connected. <laughs> the species consciousness is the connection. Okay, so now we want to go to another level of your spiritual aspect, and that's called the Akasic Records Keeper. Now, when I was going to school and I was learning how to better adapt and be a better spiritual soul, otherwise known as a psychic, and I spent a lot of years training, approximately 11 years training in all kinds of classes you know, it's like, uh, you know, you finally hit the, you, 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 if you want to know something, you just keep hitting mud on the wall, you know, <laughs> you'll get it. So I'm going to take another break. We'll talk about the Akasic Records Keeper and the third aspect of, of yourself. All right, be right back.
1: Good news, Seeing Beyond listeners. Joanna of Joanna Skin will be on Seeing Beyond 7 to 8 a.m. on Tuesday, May 13th. That's Joanna of Joanna Skin I know you'll love it.
0: I'm Melody Beattie, author of Codependent No More. Seven times more Americans have hepatitis C than AIDS. I'm one of them. If you're one of the millions of Americans with hepatitis C and your doctors are treating you with interferon, then you're clearly aware of how your life has been turned horribly upside down. Backed by huge pharmaceutical monies, the medical community swears there's only one dangerous, disabling way to battle this silent killer. It's not true. There are alternatives, and they work. Triumph over hepatitis C is a book written by best-selling author Lloyd Wright, who fully recovered from this frightening disease. Lloyd is helping others to take charge of their lives and fight for their body's freedom from this crippling illness. His program is working for me. Call the people at Hepatitis C Free now at 866-HEP-C-FREE. That's 866-HEP-C-FREE. Don't become another medical statistic. Find out the truth about Hepatitis C and get your life back.
1: And here's some great news. Lloyd Wright wants to help educate the public by offering you Seeing Beyond listeners free Yes, I did say free copies of his two books on Hep C, Hep C Free and Hep C, A Do-It-Yourself Guide for Health, both absolutely free to seeing beyond listeners. Even the phone call is free. Call Lloyd Wright at 1-866-HEP-C-FREE. That's 1-866-HEP-C-FREE.
2: Hello, and um, we're back and i uh, like you to be in the center of your head, would you create in your story a couple of roses and ground? The reason for this is because, well, we get distractions, and <clears throat> we still are working towards on some meditation level, some energy work level, and uh, there's a lot going on, isn't there? And uh, most of what's going on, you're not responsible for. <laughs> so don't make yourself responsible for it. Just ground and be in the center of your head, be the observer, right? This is where you generate decisions. Remember that? The god of your heart or the goddess of your heart is where you create your choices. And, you know, do I, you know, what do I want to do today? What do I want to do today? So let the god of your heart or the goddess of your heart generate the choices, and then you let your observer create, or I'm sorry, let the observer generate the decisions appropriate for you. Is it about being right or wrong? No, it's not about that. It's about doing something. It's about learning something. It's about growing. It's about evolving. That's another thing we'll talk about today when we have time. I want to talk about the third aspect of your spiritual self, which generates your human experience, which the reason why you do it. This is the reason why you do it. You're a Cassock records keeper. When I was going to the uh, institute, and I was there for 11 years, and I, was, I went into the clairvoyant program. I was there for quite a while. I was the older guy. So they put me through a two-year program there, and I uh, was there three or four times a week uh, for two years. (laughs) So I was a busy guy, and I really loved what I do, and I still love what I do. That hasn't changed. And in one of their clairvoyant lectures, they talked about the Akasic Records Keeper, that it was a being that would come in and uh, record all of the information, uh, thoughts and deeds and acts that you created on the human experience on the human level. And even when I was hearing that lecture, I heard myself say, who in the heck would want to spend all that time doing that? And that sounds really boring, you know, being the accountant, the bean counter. Why would anybody want to do that? You know, what, what's in it for them? I remember saying that, but I, you know, hey, you let it go. You learn, you know, that's what I'm asking you to do is listen. Maybe you like some of what you hear, maybe you don't. But, you know, the best thing is you've learned, you've heard it once, and then you can go from there that's important. So now I've found recently, I should say recently in the last few weeks, I've realized through my energy work, the Akasic Records Keeper isn't another being from some other place in the universe coming in to record all my activity. It's me. I'm doing that. That's my third aspect of my spiritual awareness, my spiritual self. I'm doing that. Think of it this way, if you're bothering to have the human experience, you might want to record it, huh? You might want to record it, and you might you might want to, you might want wonder, well, why would I want to do that? Well, that's the whole point of what we're doing here. See, let's step back, for, again, step back for a minute, and let's be in the center of your head for just a minute and recognize, why am I having the human experience in the first place? Because you create your own heaven. How's that? You create your own heaven. The supreme being will give you a blank page and you fill it up with your human experience. Well, that human experience has to come from somewhere. So you record the human experience. Every lifetime you've had, you record it and it's recorded and placed in your Kasich records keep, uh, a records hall and you literally have hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes recorded in there, if not thousands of lifetimes, and you access, you access that environment or that records to create the, the heavenly experience. So that's why we do the human experience, is to create the heavenly experience. Does that make sense to you? Well, you've got to have a records keeper to do that. And that's the third aspect. He's the he's your accountant. He's your bookkeeper. He's your bean counter. So let me reiterate: you have three aspects of your spiritual self to uh, to enable yourself to have the human experience and to re- and to have the heavenly experience. Both. Excuse me. The 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 first one I spoke up to you is relative to, excuse me, relative to your heart chakra. Your God, a goddess of your heart, where you where you access your spiritual truth, and this is where you create choices. The sixth chakra is where you are the observer, and you sit there looking, observing to whatever level of ability you have, and you generate decisions. You know. Then, after all that's said and done, you have another aspect of you the Akasic Records Keeper or your records keeper, and he records the information for future use or for use without the body because you generate and create your heavenly experience using the information you've acquired while in the body. And that's why we're here, sitting here in a studio, you sitting in your car, you're sitting in your office, you're sitting at home or sitting somewhere listening to this radio program, that's why you're here, to have the human experience, to have the heavenly experience. Now, how's that for some information? So I do have another level of thought I want to discuss with you, actually two, and I've got like five minutes, so I guess I maybe I keep the best for last, right? (laughs) Maybe not. But anyway, uh, I want to tell you what the Akasic Records Keeper is doing or how it looks. What does your records hold look like? Well, it's a chamber full of columns, generally white columns, like the columns you might see in a Greek temple or a Roman building, those kind of columns, okay, and what they are is a storage of information better known as your DNA, okay, so when you pass, your DNA is gathered up, you have a major column right in the center of your body from the base of your spine to the top of your head, there's a column of energy there, it's called your spiritual DNA when you exit the physical body, you gather all that information and it leaves the top of your head. That is your DNA. You store it in your Akashic Records Keeper with all the rest of your DNA information. And that's what the DNA or that's what the Akashic Records has. It's creating columns of DNA for every lifetime. Every column you see there is a lifetime of DNA information. And you access it. So I thought I should let you know how and what it looks like. So, so say low to yourself, recognize the power of who you are. Now we have a few minutes. I want to talk to you about something else. My god, I'm full of stuff today. I've coined a new word for us. When I say us, I'm talking about the ones who are listening to this program or the ones who are similar to what we're doing. We are we are growing, we are changing, we are we are letting go of the old stuff. We're becoming new beings. We are accepting change. Some of us are accepting change readily, easily, or difficultly, but we're still doing it. And the, coin, the phrase I've coined is now, instead of being called psychics or spiritual souls, which we are, I thought I'd like to share with you another idea. Instead of us just being that, we are evolutionists, How about that? That's a new term I've just come up with last week. We are evolutionists. I'm okay with that. I'm willing to evolve. I'm willing to change. I'm willing to adapt. Now, that said, does everybody on the planet evolve? Seven billion people, do they all evolve? Yes, we are all evolving. The difference is we are doing it willingly, we are doing it by choice. We are making that decision. That, evolve with purpose, with understanding. That's why I call you an evolutionist. Everybody's evolving. Some are doing it by choice. Some are doing it because they don't, they have no other place, nothing else they can do. They have to go along because everything is changing. Haven't you noticed? (laughs) Haven't you noticed? So I would say to you, allow it to happen. Allow it to happen. Do not resist what you create. Okay? That's a great hello. Do not resist what you create. Adapt, change, forgive, let go. Be in the center of your head. Be the observer. Say hello to the God of your heart. Say hello to your records keeper. He needs communication too, occasionally, you know. Hey, why don't you guys, don't you guys go out for a cup of coffee together? <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> You know what? I'm just about out of time here. I'm almost out of here. Going to head going to head back home, buy some dog food and cat food. <laughs> my animals are getting hungry. So, if I don't get them food pretty soon, they'll find something else to eat. <laughs> and I don't want them to do that. I want you to have a great May, all right? It's the beginning of spring. I think you feel spring in the air. It looks good, feels good. I want you to be good. Enjoy yourself. Oh, my name is Robert Watson. I'm with Psychic Works Spiritual Awareness Center. I do private classes. I do private healings on individuals. I like to do it in person. I have to tell you, I am very definitely working on people's hearts right now. It's a phenomenal shift in your space. If you're interested in spending about an hour with me, yes, I ask for a donation. But I will spend an hour with you. I'll clean out your physical heart, and that's a great space to change. My name is Robert Watson. My phone number 510-481-2872. Have a good May. See you next month. Bye-bye.